I trust you're enjoying Make Him Wonder and that you're getting a lot of helpful information for the love life you desire and deserve. So if you're not part of the 80-20 Wonder Club, you need to be. The 80-20 Wonder Club is a Make Him Wonder membership that gives you all of season one in a categorized list by age and relationship status, my foundational principles in video, and a multimedia library of my content, including my book, relationship evals, and much more. The best part is that you'll have access to all episodes of season two the moment they're ready. Otherwise, you'll only be getting season two on your listening platform once every eight weeks or so. Don't miss out. Join the 8020 Wonder Club by going to the 8020wonder.club. That's the 8020wonder.club. Be consistently and successfully mindful of the best ways to make your man wonder by becoming a member of the 8020 Wonder Club. It's just 80 cents for the first month. That's the 8020wonder.club. And I'll see you in the clubhouse. Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real-life relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Thanks for joining us today on the Make Him Wonder podcast. I'm your host, Coach Paula. I'm a dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. Each episode, I talk with one real live woman with a real life relationship problem or concern in real time, meaning whatever's going on, it's going on right now, and we're talking about it. So, I want to get right to my guest today, who is Kay, and Kay is dating and wants to know, uh, and you have great questions, Kay. Hi there. Hello. Hi. She wants to know if a man is noncommittal, but been married before, what are the odds of him becoming the type to commit again? I love this Mm -hmm. question. I get it all the time. Um, tell me a little bit, um, Kay, about, because it sounds like, are you dating somebody who is um, not committal? Or tell me more about what um, prompted your question, some history. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So um, we, I did meet a man, um, it will be a year ago, here in a few weeks. And um, we really hit it off right away. Um, we both had very similar marriages and divorces and um we just had a really great connection it was a really beautiful relationship but it was never it it lasted six months um like consistently we were together for six months but he never like actually claimed me as his um Mm -hmm. you know girlfriend or would call it he, he would call it a relationship but um and you know i met his family and friends and 
he had me really involved in his life, but he never really fully committed. And then um, after six months, he decided that he needed to focus on himself. Um, he said he had a lot going on. He was buying a house. He was looking for a new job. He, mm. uh, he said that, you know, his ex was giving him a hard time about his kids. So he stepped back and decided he needed to, to focus on himself. And I did not talk to him for um, about four months. Um, mm -hmm. He contacted me on my birthday and Which said happy when? birthday and asked. It was in October. Okay. Uh -huh. um, October. And he asked me how I was doing and um, kind of talked back and forth for about 24 hours and then kind of disappeared again. Um, he, he has been um, a Facebook friend of mine the entire time, and he will like my pictures or things like that. But it's, um, I did not see him for four months. And then around... Um, the end of December, he decided he wanted to, us to see each other again. So we did. Um, and it was great as usual. And, um, but then he wanted to see each other. You know, we made plans to see each other again a couple weeks later. And I didn't hear from him in between uh, the mm. two times we saw each other. And mm -hmm. then now it's been almost three weeks since we've seen each other. And once again, he's gone, you know, he's disappeared. And, um, yeah, so he's very confusing, and I kind of am ready, I think, to just give it up altogether. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. And this is, um, what? what is his age? He is 40. Okay. And you're around that age, somewhere around there? I'm 37. Okay, cool. So a number of things are happening, and um, I love this scenario because it's so... Um, typical, I hate to use that word, but it happens to so many of us, right? Mm -hmm. um, that um, you have this great thing going on, and then he, um, you know, we hear the terms in, in you know, our world like, um, you know, uh, he's getting cold feet, he's getting scared, he's scared of commitment, all these things that we hear all the time because uh, women experience it, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't know what's going on. Now, when you broke up um, initially after the great six months, he just said he needed to focus on himself, right? Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, he wasn't saying it was anything about you. And, right. you know, a, a lot of people won't when they break up, but here's what I'm hearing, that it's not about you. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Because what I'm hearing, and if you've read my book, you know that I believe that he is in a state of being a consumer. Right. <laughs> and not a buyer. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and, and what that means, if you haven't um, read my book, is that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, men live in one state or another, meaning they're either ready, willing, and able to commit because of a set of criteria that I outlined in my book, pretty much five mm -hmm. things, or they're not because of those five things. And almost mm -hmm. rarely, unless the man is just, you know, not in love, which is one of the criteria he has to fit, meaning uh -huh. in order to be a buyer, it's, it's pretty clear he needs to be in love or mm -hmm. quite heavily, you know, in like with you for sure. But the other factors override it. In other words, being in love will never trump 
the other set of criteria. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess um, if we're looking at now he had children he had to take care of, right? Yes. And he tell me about his because for men most of it predicates on him um, and his achievements and his financial life. What was going on there? Um, well, he um, previously in his marriage, um, his his ex-wife's family kind of financially took care of them. They had a lot of money. They were very wealthy. So they he worked, um, but really just because he liked to work. And um, mm. everything was paid for, their home, their vehicles. So um, it had been, he had been um, divorcing, like in the process of it, for about five or six months when we met each other. Oh, um, so, so he was pretty, divorced. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty, um, like, they had been living apart. You know, they were, they had filed. They were going through it. It was just not finalized. And so that's when we met, and then it was finalized while we were dating. Um, but he, I think it was kind of a shock to his system, the fact that um, all of a sudden now he's having to pay all of his bills from his income. Um, he was in the process of buying a home um, for the first time ever. Um, on his own, and um, I think all of that was just really stressing him out, and then the fact that um, his ex was not the most pleasant person. <laughs> I witnessed a lot of their conversations <laughs> on the phone, and uh, so, um, and he he was pretty anxious, so she would cause him a lot of anxiety. As, well, really, he was kind of allowing that because he was feeding into her, you know, her behavior, but, um, so he had all, he had that going on, and then um, he really did not enjoy his job. So he was looking for another one. Okay. And then and that's when he stepped away. Got it. So yeah, so I'm hearing two really big things, and I'm gonna go out on a big limb here, um, and it's kind of a shock for um, most women to hear, I believe. But I. Um, I am a, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> um, any man who is not divorced, if he mm-hmm. has children and he has not been divorced for five years, ladies, mm-hmm. stay away. Okay. <laughs> so the fact that he was going through a divorce and not divorced and not divorced for a, a minimum of, okay, I'll give you a leeway three to five years mm-hmm. and he's got children. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he's not going to be in the state of being a buyer. Okay. And that's going to sound, you know, a little strange, like, well, why not? He's emotionally free, right? For us, mm-hmm. um, because, uh, you know, from reading my book, what I talk about that women, we live via our emotions. Men uh-huh. live via their decisions. And mm-hmm. a man is all about um, his decisions being right and good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. good for those he loves and cares about as much as good for himself. So that means his kids. Uh-huh. Right. Uh That means you. But because um, men look at commitment 
as a responsibility. They have to be in that state of being a buyer to take on the responsibility they see commitment as being. Mm-hmm. And so um, he was not ready to take on another responsibility, meaning a committed relationship. Uh-huh. It's that simple for a guy. Yeah. No matter his health is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it was hard. It's been, yeah, I mean, it's been hard for me to make sense of it because we had such a great, like we didn't really argue. We connected on every level. He told me all the time I made him so happy. Yep. Um, he loved the way he felt around me and mm-hmm. and he was genuine. It was genuine. I could tell it was genuine. You know, it wasn't yep. like he was feeding me lines. And oh, that's why yep. it's been so hard for me to like completely walk away and detach myself. It's because, maddening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so what you felt, though, it is completely normal on his end to because um, a man, you know, my uh, buyer criteria, mm-hmm. he has to um, he has to be financially ready to take on the responsibility he sees commitment as being. And I'm not hearing that. Right. I'm right. hearing that he's struggling to find his, his way now that he's divorced um, from a wife who was helping him handle the finances. Mm-hmm. So he's got to find his way that way. Um, another big thing is that a divorce for a man is an enormous failure mm-hmm. because men are all about, um, again, what the base, the basic thing, the most base level is that a man, I make good decisions. Okay. So what is a marriage? Marriage is I'm making a decision to a man. I'm making a decision to take on a responsibility and I'm making a decision to commit myself to take on this responsibility of that wife. And then the children that come from that wife. Right. Mm -hmm. So he did that. And he's the most, as a man, he's supposed to make everything uh, right and good and not fail. He's supposed to achieve. Mm-hmm. That means both personally and professionally. So mm-hmm. whatever happens and, you know, uh, we don't care if the wife is, you know, um, you know, the two words, uh, bat, blank, crazy. doesn't matter. <laughs> right. 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 He's going uh-huh. to feel that he has failed. Mm-hmm. And when a man has failed, it takes a lot of time. It's why I say really be careful of getting involved with a man who has not been absolutely clean-cut, divorced, everything settled for a minimum between three and five years. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it stands to reason all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can, no, can that I just, is- like ask a question that kind of relates to that but um Mm. so there's a man that's been interested in me recently who seems like a very good guy he is has broken up from a long-term girlfriend who Mm. he had a child with however they were never married ah okay great question i love it same thing (laughs) i love it i love it okay um it is not it is not going to be the same and i'll explain um Uh, if you'll allow me, I'll explain the little reason why that is. Mm-hmm. 
So you know okay. the you know the puppy principle in my book, right? Yeah. But I'm going to explain that to people who yes. may not know it. So the puppy principle is this: is that you know we women we all pretty much love puppies, and they're mm-hmm. so cute, all of them. Whether it's a a beagle, a bichon, a basset, whatever uh, breed it is, we love it. They're all cute and wonderful, and um, we love them all. And that is how men feel about us. They love us all. Big, small, short, tall, thin, not thin, uh, dark, light, uh, you know, tall, short. They love us all. And um, they, though, when they decide um, to commit, it's like us taking on a puppy and adopting it. It's a big difference, right? We can love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but we have to be ready to take it on in terms of taking the responsibility when we adopt it, right? So you have to be ready and willing and able to take on the responsibility of and be a pet owner, correct? Yes. So if I, Kay, gave you my puppy to take care of um, mm-hmm. every day. I'm sorry, every weekend for a year. And mm-hmm. you take it and you love it. Um, and I come back after a year and I say, Kay, you know what? I have to move um, to Dubai. I can't take my puppy. Will you take him as yours? Mm-hmm. And you go, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute. That's like, that's not what I signed up for. Like, I love him. You know, I've been taking care of him, but, but, I'm not, like, ready. Like, I might um, take that trip backpacking through Europe next summer, and and I'm going to change jobs, and I, you know, I can't really bring in a pet with my roommate or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to say to you, but wait a minute. You've been with my puppy every weekend. You've been sleeping with him every weekend for a year, (laughs) and you tell me you love him. How can you not take him as yours, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's the way, you know, a, a guy feels. It's not about love, right? Uh-huh. So if I guilt you into taking the puppy, right, and I say, mm-hmm. if you don't take it, I'm going to have to take it to a kill shelter. Okay. And you just go, oh, oh, my God, right? So you do. Okay. Right. And you take him uh-huh. on, Right. Uh-huh. And now, you know, I leave, you've got all the food, you got the leash, you got everything, and there he is laid on the floor looking up at you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now you've got like, oh my God, right? right. But now mm-hmm. what starts to happen through time is that because you made this decision, so say he's been wonderful all year, every weekend he's just been an absolute joy, and now... Mm-hmm. Because he feels the difference, he starts pooping on the floor. <laughs> Do you just get rid of him? No. Do you take right? Because mm-hmm. you've taken on the responsibility, right? In your mind, right. you made a decision, regardless of being mm-hmm. forced into it. You still made the decision, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So now mm-hmm. you're you're gonna you're bonding to him as your own pet. Uh-huh. When a man 
is with a woman. It's why we see like a guy will be even living with somebody for years, turn around in three months and marry somebody else. Okay. Yeah, because he keeps telling me he's completely ready to move on. And, and, and yeah. because of the experience I had with this other man, I'm very hesitant because I'm like, right. how can you be ready? Mm-hmm. Because he was nowhere near ready. So, you know, it right. makes because, mm-hmm. Yes. But you see, he didn't bond by making the decision. Men live through their mm-hmm. decisions of marrying that woman. Right. Okay. So, so when he gets out of it, it's it's different, it, and it's not a failure. Okay, that makes sense. Because he didn't make the decision. You see? Uh huh. Yeah. So it's very okay. it's it's so fascinating because it's like, oh my God, is it that clear cut? <laughs> and right, because we don't yeah. see it. We don't see it that way. Right. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we see that yeah. you know he has the because I always say this to women, I said, you know, we don't need marriage. We're bonded through time and sex. And so if we're with somebody, we're with him and totally in regardless of that marriage. But he Mm -hmm. needs to be married. And men do best in marriage. And it's why I'm all about getting the formal commitment from the man who loved you because without that and without him making that decision, he's not mm-hmm. going to bond. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Cause just like with the puppy thing, you're not just going to go out and because now after a year of being with him and he's been such a great little doggy now, because he's upset that I'm gone, he's pooping on the floor because you made that decision. <laughs> you're not just going to go get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's the same thing. When a man makes that decision, to take you on as the responsibility he sees a relationship as being, he's not just going to walk out. And this is backed up, believe it or not, by statistics. Do you know that um, mm-hmm. 80% of divorces are brought by women? Yeah, see, I had to in mind. And uh, the guy that, that I'm, I've been seeing, he his ex-wife is the one that ended there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, and I mean, she put him through all kinds of horrible things and, um, and he was not going to walk away. And he's told me that, like, he was like, I would have continued to stay married to her mainly for the kids, even though I was miserable. He was like, I would have stayed in it. So, I love that. You know why? You know why? Because a mm-hmm. man who's a good man, who's a good man, uh huh, uh huh, men believe that as a man, and they're taught this societally but also it's in their in their dna a man Uh once he's made the decision he sucks it up no Mm -hmm. matter how bad it is to be a man you have to suck it up you made that decision so now you and you hear guys say that to each other suck it up man Mm -hmm. right right Mm -hmm. yeah i have three sons too so i'm (laughs) what's that I said I have three sons also. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, so okay. Just I'm surrounded by male behavior all the time. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to have like the insight into why they right. do some of the things. Like, right. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the um, uh, women ask me a lot, and I have a chapter in my book about it because I think it's so vital, that, you know, we kind of know in our culture, it's like, don't get with a married man. He's never going to leave his wife. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know yeah. that. Like, just don't mm-hmm. go with a married man. He's not going to leave his wife. And it's like, why? Why? First of all, we have it in our culture because it's stereotypically true. And why right. is that? And why is it that 80% of divorces are brought by women? And that's because women get to the point because we live via our emotions. We're not going to stay unhappy or make mm-hmm. others unhappy like our spouse or our kids just because we made a decision right right we're gonna live through our emotions so Mm -hmm. what's interesting to me is that the statistic is three percent of men who have an affair on their wives will ever leave their wife for the woman they're having the affair with even if they love her Mm -hmm. three percent yeah that's That's nothing right Mm mm-hmm because they just, they, and, and I say five little words with about, you know, men um, not leaving their wives. It's because men don't leave their team. Uh-huh. It, yeah, right? If, mm-hmm. right? If they follow a sports team, no matter how bad it is and how much they complain about it, you know, they haven't won a, a pennant, they haven't won a championship, you know, they're horrible, they're blah, blah, blah. they'll never leave the team. It's still right. their team, right? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a shame. It's, it's uh-huh. a shame. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this one has a possibility. We get back to, like, this guy does because he didn't formally join that team by making a formal commitment to that woman publicly. Okay. Marriage. Okay. Some kind uh-huh. of ceremony. I don't care if they've been living together for 20 years. To the guy, it's not the same. Huh. That is so interesting. Yeah. Isn't it? Okay. It is. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 Because I was thinking it's going to be the same thing. I'm going to deal with the same situation and I don't want to get myself into that again. Right. So I got. So I've what is cautious. he, um, so how, um, is he, how long has he been out of that relationship? Um, four months. Okay. So, yeah. um, for him, it's all, it's going to be how much now we're getting down to what, like, what do you have to do to have the best chance of it coming to a, a great place? Are you, uh-huh. how, like, how much are you interested in scale of one to 10? How much are you interested in him? Um, probably about an eight so far. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been, it's been what, about three weeks. It's pretty new. So, yeah. Okay. Are you online dating or thinking about it? Go to theonelovedatingtest.com and see where you fall on the scale of being expert, adept, or inept at capturing the interest of men who are ready, willing, and able to commit. It's fast, free, and you'll get immediate results. You want to put um, some uh, little hurdles in front of him because this okay. is how a man falls in love. Okay. A man falls in love by achieving small things mm-hmm. for a woman he's interested in. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we've all heard about the, you know, it's, it's not a game. It's not making him wait because it's a game. What it is is understanding how differently men and women love and fall in love. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, you know, certainly took me years to get, but didn't get it for most of my whole life. It's so, because mm-hmm. it's hard for us to like step out of how can they love so differently and how can they fall mm-hmm. in love so differently? But if you do these little like hurdles, like for example, so it's been three weeks. So what's it been like for the last three weeks? Um, it's been nice. I mean, it's mostly been, we haven't spent a lot of time together yet and with his schedule, with his kids. He just switched it and. So we're actually getting to finally like spend time together later tonight. Um, and ah. we've only spent time together once before. And so it's been it's mostly, <laughs> but yeah, I know <laughs> mostly phone conversations and texts, but he's been okay. really like sweet and, um, attentive with that. So, so is this a, um, like a date, a dinner date? What is it? Yeah. We're going to dinner tonight. Cool. Cool. So, um, the, the most important thing now is for you to be like the pace car because men want to, once they're like, you know, interested, they want to, um, race immediately, right? Race to the finish line. (laughs) Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And, um, and the thing that makes them most interested is the hurdles to the achievement. So I, I put it like, kind of vernacularly, but men are all about getting in, getting into your, um, getting into your heart, getting into your car, getting into your home or apartment and finally getting into you. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're about. And it's, I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's bad. It's just male. And if we pace it and make hurdles, then that's how they fall in love because Men fall in love, you'll hear me say over and over again, by wondering. Women love mm-hmm. through knowing, men love through wondering. So he's got to be, while well, you've got to be connected for your, in your date tonight, you want to leave him wondering. Okay. Wondering kind of what you think about him. Wondering mm-hmm. when he's going to see you again wondering all manner of things about you and how do we do that without being, you know, weird, right? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Kind of balance yeah. between that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's about, um, I say, uh, be vague. Vague is your friend. I said vague and vagina begin with the same letter. So we remember <laughs> be vague. <laughs> That's funny. Right? Yeah, be Uh vague. So, like, for example, um, when you're getting to know somebody, you don't want to give specifics. And especially you don't want to talk about your past relationships more than in just a vague way. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, why didn't you say with your ex-husband or whatever? You know, it it just wasn't right. It just didn't work. A lot of times you think like if you said that to a woman, she'd be like, wow, she's being really cagey, like, or weird, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But you'll notice if you do it, a man will accept that. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and see, I'm pretty, like, open, so I have to hold back a lot. If I'm interested in someone, yeah. I want to be open, and I want, and I really have a hard time with this dating multiple people at a time kind of thing. Right. And, like, I, if, yeah, because if I'm interested in someone, I kind of just want to see what happens with that and that's not good because then my energy is there and it is about energy yeah yeah Yeah, and I don't want to put all my energy into one person right away it's okay to um you don't have to be dating other people but again you want to be Mm -hmm. vague with him so in other words you know if he asks you about that you say yeah I'm dating See, see how vague that is yeah you're dating him but you're just going to say, yeah, I'm kidding. Because well, you don't want him to think you're all in. Uh-huh. Well, right. I mean, he's said several times, I'm the only, you're the only one that I'm interested in right now. And it's kind of it like is. he's hinting for me to say the same thing. Right. And I don't, I haven't said that. Yay. Um, I've just been like, yes, I'm interested in you, but. I've never said you're the only one I'm interested in. And, um, right. Good. Cause I, yeah. So I don't want to give him that like reassurance, but no, he needs to ask you eventually. Right. To not, um, be seeing anyone else. And that's where you want to get. So, um, it's kind of like, um, you know, if he asked tonight, you want to be like, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't really like you. Okay. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And then the texting, you know, um, what's your texting like? Um, it's usually a good morning. Um, and then a few times throughout the day, I'll ask me if I'm having a good day. Um, mm-hmm. We joke around a lot. We're playful. I enjoy that because I like good banter and kind of playfulness. Okay. And, and then he'll say good night pretty much every night. So. Ah, okay. So that's, um, you want to temper that a little bit because you want to be making him wonder. Okay. So in other words, um, if you get into the thing about, um, like texting every night and he says good night, are you answering that? Um, I usually do, but sometimes it's a while. Like the other night I was actually... I was actually on a date with someone else, and um, uh-huh. and he was texting me throughout, and I didn't pick my phone up until later. Right. And he was, and he, I had about five or six texts, and he was like, "Well, good talk," and you know, kind of being silly about it. But right. he was like, "Well, I'm just going to go to bed now. I hope you're having a good night." And so, good. and then did you did you wait to answer till the next morning? Uh, no, I did respond like <laughs> later on, but he was already asleep, so. Okay, um, so, um, yeah, you want to vary that up because okay. you don't want to get him used to that that's, um, you're going to be answering every night because it's kind of what, it's almost, and I know he doesn't mean this, but it's, um, you have to keep him guessing, right? You have to keep him wondering. Mm-hmm. And until okay. you're exclusive and he's asked for that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you don't want to get, um, you don't want to get him used to that. You know, he knows that you're, listen, it's, you could be anywhere and text what you're going to text, 
but there's almost a feeling of like if somebody says good night that you're when you respond you're home and it's a good night right 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 yeah so sometimes you don't want to answer till the next day okay and you want to make him wait for that too and you want to make him check on you so for example like um hey is everything okay and then you answer like, oh, hey, yeah, I see you. You texted me last night, too. Yeah, everything's great. You see what okay. I just did there? He didn't get mm-hmm. that answer that night. What does that do? Uh-huh. Makes him wonder. Right, okay. Okay. And it's not overt, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just, and he's never going to say anything about it. Okay. It's going to be overt. You know, he's not going to ask you at this point, like, mm-hmm. well, were you, you know, where were you or anything like that, correct? Probably not. He did, he did mention, though, one, one day he said that he, re- he noticed that I don't text first, like, ever. And right. he said that, that that conveys disinterest. Ah, okay. I love mm-hmm. it. And you see, <laughs> you never want, you don't want to fall for that. Okay. Because you know you're on the right track when uh-huh. a man is saying, like, you don't text very much, or um, I don't get you, you know, or your communication style is weird, or um, you never text me first, or something that you know you're on the right track. <laughs> and okay, again, you want to be really, thing. really vague about it. Okay. That's Meaning, like, oh, I don't? Oh. Mm, I, 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 yeah, you know, I'm not really about texting men. I mean, call me old-fashioned. You can use that one. <laughs> okay. You okay. can use that one. Um, mm. And, and they'll, they'll settle for that. That's okay. Because, again, when they're interested in you, it's not going to matter. Okay. So um, you also had some um, other questions. I want to be sure that... Um, get them answered because I, I like this conversation today. Any, um, like, what are the questions? Um, I, you know, I can't remember what I put on that form. Oh, I'm yeah. always full. Of, I, I'm always full of things and then, you know, questions. Yeah, and, we, uh, yeah, I got some questions from you. How, how do I attract the type of man who is ready? Mm-hmm. And that, and you saying. know, right, we just kind of, um, you know, we just kind of touched on that is that, you know, of course, we know married men will not be buyers. Um, mm-hmm. Separated men will not be buyers. Um, newly divorced men are not buyers. <laughs> right. Um, right. Um, Found that out the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It really, really is tough because it doesn't make a lot of sense to us. Um, but mm. again, like if, you know, I have the test anybody can take the consumer versus buyer relationship test. Right. You can scale mm-hmm. any man at any time on his readiness, willingness, and ability um, to commit. Mm-hmm. And he'll okay. fall into one of four categories. So anybody can do that. Um, and I mm-hmm. recommend doing that when you're um, like now you may want to go and, and take the test with this guy that you're seeing. Okay. And then mm-hmm. it sounds like the other guy, the past guy is also kind of in the wings. Um, well, and yeah, I don't know. You? I think he kind of stepped back away again without saying it. Mm-hmm. 
because I haven't talked to him in a while. And how do you feel about taking the reins on that and saying, you know, because that's the most um, impactful thing you can do with a guy. In other words, the guy that's not, um, that's newly divorced, Mm -hmm. the most impactful thing you can do is say, look, you know, I... I like you. You know that I do. Um, I really enjoyed our time together, but I don't want to go backwards in this. I'm mm-hmm. really looking to move my life forward. And I can see that, you know, you care about me too, but you're struggling with, you know, some stuff in your, in your own life that has nothing to do with me. And mm-hmm. so I just feel like this is the timing is off for us. Mm-hmm. So I want to just leave this where it is. And if anything changes like profoundly in the future, you know, you know where to find me. And if I'm free, maybe the timing will work out for us. Mm-hmm. But I kind of said that exact thing to him back hey. in August. I did when he told me, um, well, it was before he told me that he was going to focus on himself. I could tell. It was time for us to, we would spend three or four days together at a time. We live an hour apart and, um, Mm. you know, we both have kids. So when we didn't have our kids, we would spend about three or four days with each other. And then, and like in a row, three or four days in a row. And so, um, and it was pretty consistent. Were you having sex? Yes. (laughs) And yeah, so the, so, um, it was time for us to see each other again, or it would have been, and that he wasn't going to. And he was always very consistent, excited for us to be together. And um, and then I knew something was going on whenever he wasn't right. going to see me. It was the yeah. first time in six months. So um, I told him, you know, I just feel like you're you're not ready. You have some stuff going on, and it's, mm-hmm. I understand. Um, you know, if I'm available when you are ready, then great. If not, you know, I've had a good time with you and, mm-hmm. and I've, we've made good memories and, um, right. oh yeah, yeah, you did great. So, and then he came back I, six months later. He did. Okay. Well, uh, four months, four months later. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, um, for anybody listening, the thing you want to say then is, um, the minute they resurface, it's mm-hmm. what has changed. Okay. Right. And they need to give you a really definitive, um, I know I'm ready now, very different, but we know from his, like what's going on for him that bless his heart, no matter how much he, he wants you, he's not ready to be a buyer. Yeah. Well, he did. He got his house, he bought his house and he got a new job. Okay. And I think that that's why he researched it. Yes, but, but I still think he's not ready. And I yeah, don't know if he thought he was ready. And then yeah. when we started spending time together again, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not, I'm not ready. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not ready mm-hmm. for a number of things. And also, how long was he married? Um, he was married for 10 years. Okay. So the other, one of the criteria that may not be um, filled for him to be an actual buyer, and this is what I say about the reason I say minimum three to five years of an actual divorce, Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. a man needs to have um, fulfilled the single life experiences he wants to have had before committing again. Mm -hmm. So no matter, again, how much he might 
love you, he's mm-hmm. going to be pulled towards other pretty puppies that he didn't get to have and deal with when he was married. A good guy. Right. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that may be the criteria now. Like, okay, now I got my house ready. I'm, I'm also got the job. And that he's pulled towards his pretty puppy that he would love to have. But yet, okay, if I do that again, I can't have these other experiences I didn't get to have for 10 years. Right. And that's guy Mm -hmm. thinking, right? Yeah. That's really Mm -hmm. guy thinking. And that may be all that it is, um, Mm -hmm. but you're seeing that the act, his actions are not that of a buyer right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Not at all. So any time with him, he'll just be consuming you. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's likely not going to, you know, work in your favor other than, you know, I still believe it's, it's not the right timing. And, you know, you're just, you're kind of newly divorcing. You deserve to have some time. And, um, I, I just don't want to deal with anything other than full commitment. And that's okay because yeah. that's what a man knows that a woman of value will say to him, mm-hmm. and that's what we expect. And I just don't know if it's if it's worth me saying, or if I just leave it alone. And then if he contacts me again, then I'll say it. But. A- absolute right, either or. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely fine. It's you know when he contacts you again, you can just say you know I've been thinking about it, and this is how I feel. So I'm mm-hmm. just you know kind of wanting to move on. Yeah. And you know what? He will be back. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I mean, I kind of have no doubt. I don't, I think that he knows that honestly with our connection and I do feel like I'm a great catch. I feel like I have it together and I'm a good mm-hmm. person and you know, mm-hmm. I have a lot of confidence in myself in that way. But then our connection on top of that, I'm like, he, he's really not going to find a better match for him. I really don't think. And I think he knows mm-hmm. that, but yeah, he's just not ready. So right. I think he wants to pop back in because he wants to see if I'm still, if exactly. I'm still there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And of course he misses you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to have those experiences. Mm-hmm. I mean, three days with a pretty puppy, my goodness. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah. And he does he's always treated me like, like a queen when we're mm, together. Right. Um, yeah. He know. sounds like a great guy. He's just yeah, he's again, a good guy. in that space of being right. a buyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, for the most part, if we let those uh, consumers pass us by, we have, we leave ourselves open for the space mm-hmm. of letting in a buyer. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's kind of what's happening with, um, Mr. Guy who's texting every day, right? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and saying you're the only one that he's seeing, right? Yes. And then there's, you know, in the programs that I work in, there's, you know, the, the, we work a lot with, um, with the little strategies and approaches that keep him wondering without it feeling weird or game playing or any of that. Um, yeah. Because See, that's, that's really, what I don't want yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, any other question before we, cause this has been a great discussion today. I so appreciate you um, being on Kay and doing this. Of course I've enjoyed it. I really don't think I have anything else 
I think you've covered pretty much everything I've wondered. Cool, cool. This is so good. This is so good. Well, we don't want to be um, wondering. We want to know. And so by making them wonder, mm-hmm. <laughs> we we can know. And that feels so good to us because that's the way that we love. But thank right. you for um, thank you for doing this today, and thank you everybody for listening. Share with your female friends, and for the man in your life, be sure you're making him wonder. Till next time. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at makehimwonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations, discover her books and other resources, and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you. Thanks for listening to Make Him Wonder.